Welcome to the First Love Church. We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi serves as a bishop in Lighthouse Chapel International, a denomination founded by Bishop Dacuid Mills with over 1,500 branches worldwide. Bishop Richard currently pastors the London branch of the First Love Church, a vibrant campus ministry with young, energetic people, full of first love for the Lord. We believe this message will give you hope, light and love to strengthen you in your Christian walk. Now listen to Bishop Richard. Started? Are you excited? Then I want you to make some noise for the Greater Love Choir. The going down of the sun. Oh, come on. 
for his mighty acts, according to his excellent greatness, oh praise him.
to be here? Are you ready for what's coming next? We have a powerful, powerful testimony in store. So I want you to please put your hands together and let's welcome our very own Sheikh, Pastor Clear! Amen. I've run out of money, sorry. 
So I'd like to share a testimony today about the mountain of the Lord camp. So for those of you that don't know what a camp is, a camp is basically a time where we go away and we just listen to preaching from the morning to the evening and we have lots of fun, lots of singing, lots of dancing. And recently we had a camp with our very own father, Bishop Dag Heward Mills. Now the theme of the camp was everything by prayer and nothing without prayer. And I remember when Bishop announced that we were going to be having a camp and it was in just a few weeks and he said, who can come? So then I started thinking about my finances and how much the ticket was going to cost. And I remember it was in July and that month we just started paying for childcare. And in August, August, and childcare is expensive. And um, August was also um, a month that's my birthday, my son's birthday, and my wedding anniversary. So it's an expensive, it's an expensive month. It's an expensive month. But I decided that I will not be led by the voice of my understanding. And I decided that it's good to travel for preaching. In fact, the Queen of Sheba in 1 Kings chapter 10, it says that she preached, and she, she traveled a long way because she had heard of King Solomon's fame in the knowledge of the Lord. It says that she took a great train and many camels. So it's actually scriptural to travel to hear preaching. So I decided to go for the camp. The camp was very powerful. And those of you that were there, you know that it was the best week of your life. You know it was the best week of your life. So I came back. And as usual, when you land and it's raining and it's cloudy, and you start thinking about London life again. And so it was my son's birthday, and we were having it at my in-law's house. And I stayed there for a few months, so there were still some letters coming there. So when I went to get ready for just to prepare the place, I saw the letters, and I saw one which means it's either very good news or very bad news. So I decided to just actually go to the toilet and open them. (laughs) And my wife was like, I thought you just went to the toilet. But I was like, I'm coming, I'm coming. So when I opened the letter, it was actually um, a refund from HMRC. And it's very supernatural that it was literally to the pound the exact same amount of money that I spent for my trip to Ghana. So what I want to do is encourage you that anytime there's a camp, anything that's going on in church, try and be part of it. In this, by just following the voice of the Spirit, by not allowing myself to be led by the circumstance, not only did I get a spiritual blessing, but my finances were also protected. So I thank you, Bishop, for encouraging us to go, and I thank our daddy for taking so much time to spend with us, and I'll see you next year. <laughs> Put your hands together for Pastor Cliff. Did you enjoy that testimony? Amen. I don't know why he told us that the money has run out because clearly it keeps flowing in. I think you should still see him after church. (laughs) All right. And next up, I want you to please put your hands together and let's hear some anointed singing from Sela.
thinking about this for many months. Lord, let your will be done. And I've been praying very hard. Lord, help me to choose the right person. Now I have made up my about who I'm gonna propose to I'll see the lady tomorrow night This is what I'm gonna say I'll say I love you I'll marry you and I'll take you home And But please be very nice to me Lord, please help me do the right thing I've never felt this way before I want to have a good relationship And I want to serve you all my life Don't want battles in my bed I don't want trouble too Lord, please help me do the right thing As I propose to my beloved tonight When I see her, I'll say I love you I'll marry you take you home and I will say I want you but please be very nice to me oh Jesus please guide me I hope I'm not following my feelings oh tonight
love you too And I know that You wanna marry me Oh brother propose to me Oh brother in love Please propose to me I know that you love me so dearly And I know that uh, And I know that You wanna marry me neighborhood he said I was the prettiest girl he'd ever seen you're nice so nice so nice he said you are the one you're nice so nice so nice I was at work one day he came to visit me He waited and took me home He said nice things to me You're sweet, so sweet, so sweet My pastor said to me You cannot be Unequally yoked with unbelievers And then he said to me You must be led by God You can't just go around Following your feelings Call me Jesus He promised me and other girls. He promised to marry them too. But he lied to all of us. He said you are the one. But he lied to all of us. I prayed and prayed that he would come to me. I really wanted to marry a really nice guy You're nice, so nice, so nice I thought he was the one But the word of God is always right Always right Light and darkness, they cannot mix at all Coffee G was so exciting But he was not A Christian, a genuine Christian My pastor said to me The word of God is true What has light got to do with darkness? And then he said to me Your body is a temple You can't just go around with boys like Kobe G Kobe G 
void of understanding passing by He's in the streets He went all the way to her house Oh yeah So she kissed him Darling, let me take you to my room Until the morning Her name is Sheila Strange woman Avoid her at all cost Or you will pay the price Strange woman Hunting for The life of God's anointed So be careful, careful, careful So she charmed him And he followed her to her house She was exciting Sexy and delightful just to see Like an ox She led him to the slaughter of his life Oh yeah And like a fool He gave away his soul to that woman It's for his life Her name is Sheila Strange woman Avoid her at all cost Or you will pay the price Strange woman Hunting for The life of God's anointed So be careful, careful, careful Do not desire After her beauty Do not be tempted by her beauty She hunts for the precious life Child of God Listen to the word of the Lord That will save you from the stranger woman, oh yeah. One dead man, many mighty men has she slain. God wants to save you, her name is Sheila. Strange woman, avoid her at all cost or you will pay the price. Strange woman, hunting for the life of God's anointed so be Careful, 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 careful Sheila, strange woman Avoid her at all cost or you will pay the price Strange woman Hunting for the life of God's anointed So be careful, careful, careful
what are we gonna do with him? Now that we've found Christ, what are we gonna do with him? Now that we've found Christ, what are we gonna do with him? the Lord, we will love His presence, we'll love talking to Him, and we'll love to hear His voice, we'll love to behold His beauty, we'll love to see His glory, oh Lord, we want to stay here. Great affection for your house. We'll give everything to build your church and make it glorious. We love coming to your house just because we love you. Oh Lord, we want to stay here. We want to stay. I will serve him with all my heart I'll serve him when I'm young And I'll serve him when I get older Oh Lord, we love to be in your house We love to be in your presence Oh Lord, I want to be your servant What a blessing What are you gonna do with him? Will you preach the word now that you found Christ? What are you gonna do with him? Will you go on a mission now that you found Christ? What are you gonna do with him? Will you love him now that you found Christ? 
gonna do with him? Now make it personal. Now that I found Christ, this is what I will do with him. I will love him. Now that I found Christ, this is what I will do with him. I will serve him. Now that I found Christ, this is what I will do with him. Wow, put your hands together for Stella. Are you excited for what's coming next? We've had dancing, we've had singing, we've had film stars, but now it is time for the word of God. Amen. And our pastor is back with us. I want you to scream, jump, shout, put your hands together. Let's welcome Bishop Richard Ayi. One, two, one, two. Okay. Wow. Thank you, Jesus. Wow. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for a blessed opportunity and a blessed presence, Lord. Thank you for your hand of blessing that rests upon us and rests on this service thank you for the joy of the spirit thank you for happiness thank you for gladness thank you oh God that you lift our burdens away Lord thank you that in your presence there is fullness of joy Lord may we receive top ups of our joy top ups of your blessings Lord make us happy in your presence Fill us with your spirit, Lord. Thank you for a day of celebration of nations and souls that have been won for you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for your goodness and for your mercies and for your great blessing. I give you praise and I give you thanks for today. Let your will be done in this service. Let your purposes be established and fulfilled. In Christ Jesus' name I pray with thanksgiving. And every saint of God shall shout, Amen. Amen. God bless you. Take your seats. Wow, what a blessing. It's a blessing to be in church today. And... um, to be to be here. I missed really just one Sunday, isn't it? Yeah. Too long. Okay. Next time come along with me so that you don't we don't miss anything. So we can just announce in church that today church is in Zambia. And then and then we all go. Is it a good idea? Is it a good plan? Okay, so next time I'll tell you where I'm going. And then we all pack our things. We just say, church is in Zambia. 
because I was in Luantia and and in Dola. So just say we are going to Luantia. Church is in Luantia. Then we just go there. Um, Are you going to come? Are you sure? All people are already talking about child care and things. (laughs) I don't know how you make it. It's early days. But thank God for healing. You will never catch that disease. You have escaped the curse of the curse of this world. You have escaped it. Mm. 24, you're talking about council tax. Hey! What would you do, say, at 55? <laughs> but it's a blessing. It's a blessing. So I bring greetings from um, wherever I've been. I've been to Zambia, I've been to Zimbabwe, and I've been to South Africa. Yes. Uh, yeah. Some of you are saying that you couldn't see me on stage anymore because I had left the country. I was in, I was in another country. Yes. And some of you were welcoming me back because you didn't see me on stage. I had not come back yet. Yes. So um, it's a blessing to be back. But um, I was there for the Healing Jesus campaign in Luantia and in Dola. And it was very powerful. It's an experience that you must have. You must be determined, added to your vision in life. That next time you hear of a campaign, you will be there. You don't, you don't, someone was asking that, is there a form to fail? There, there are no forms to fail. It's just a ticket. Just buy a ticket and arrive. Like how you travel anywhere. Do you understand? The last time you went to Spain, did you fill a form? There are no forms. There are no forms online to fail to attend the healing Jesus. Just buy your ticket and go. Like you go anywhere. Isn't it? This summer, some of you have been telling me you're going to Spain, you're going to France, you're going to Turkey, you're going to where? Prague, you're going to Portugal. I mean, you've had different places that it's the same. You should have said that you're going to Indola, you're going to Luantia, you're going to Kitwe. Yes, you should have had these places on your list to go and see miracles and experience the power of God. The time you come by, you see that showers of blessings would have fallen on your life. Hallelujah. So next time you hear of Healing Jesus campaign, decide that that is your holiday. And that's your break. And they start having spiritual breaks. Let your agenda, let your agenda always be linked to a good spiritual purpose. Yes. Don't just walk around the world freely and aimlessly. Have a plan. Have a spiritual plan when you're going somewhere. Decide for where you choose, let there be a spiritual event, a camp, a convention, Healy Jesus campaign, something that would edify you. Use it as your holiday. Is it a good plan? Yes. So, so that's how to plan your life. Okay, that's how you plan your life. Before child care and those things kick in. Yes, and council tax. Train yourself now that all your movements will be linked to a Jesus program. Yes. Not just going to walk on the streets of Spain and looking at somebody frying sausages and, and, somebody, and somebody standing still for five minutes. 
You shall have seen him when he was setting up. He's actually sitting on a chair and put a rope over it. As you are standing there taking pictures and fascinated and throwing your euros on the ground and giving offerings. He's sitting on the chair. He's working. That's his work. You'll be better off at the Healing Jesus campaign receiving blessings. So next time I see you there at the receiving blessings and uh, observing the power of God at work. It's a beautiful thing to see the power of God at work. It's, it's such a beautiful thing. It's like, I mean, it's greater than magic, but it's like magic. Yeah, it's like magic. To just, we just stand there and watch the evangelist. He, he will just pray for about a minute or a minute and a half. And you should see the testimonies that are coming. It's, I, sometimes I wonder, is he, is he, I mean, what is he? Yeah. I was, you know, I was just staring at him. I was wondering, who is, who is this man? Who is he? Who is he that he just stands here and speaks? And eyes are opening. And deaf ears are popping open. And uh, it's, a, it's a marvelous experience, a great experience. And then from there, I was in Zimbabwe for the wedding between um, Pastor Ruel and Sharon. Yeah. At the end of the wedding, I just decided, I think Africa is the best place to get married. I don't know why you want to get married in Europe. It's too cold. The people are... You don't even realize that you've become cold as you are in the cold. That, yeah, Africa is, I mean... If you see the liberty and the joy in that wedding. So, if your wedding is a little far, you can arrange have it in Africa. We'll come. We are not, as you can see, we're not afraid of coming anywhere. We'll come anywhere. Once you invite us. If you invite us, we'll be there. But it was a beautiful wedding and a happy time. A joyous time, dancing and sweating, and uh, everything was there. There was food, food for everybody. Yes, yes. There was chicken. There was meat. There was rice. At the end of the, at the end of the wedding, they announced that there are more drinks. Those who haven't had any drink, go for more. So I think that's what you are planning. Not next time, but what you are planning your wedding. <laughs> You will not marry twice. You only marry once. <laughs> yes. Choose Africa. Okay. Africa is a place. Yes. The wedding was in some gardens. Beautiful garden. I was just looking over my shoulder where the lion is coming. But <laughs> it was a beautiful place and a nice place. So, well, that's it. And after that, I came. So I'm here today. So turn the Bible to 2 Corinthians chapter 5. <laughs> and then, you all look very beautiful today. I actually wish I could freeze you like this. Like every Sunday I just watch you like this. Yeah. So God bless you for your effort. You look nice. You look wonderful. Yeah. I voted for my best dressed person already. Yes. My best dressed person is Andrew. He's a... He's a, he's a surgeon from Saudi. You haven't understood his dressing, but he's, a, he's dressed as a surgeon from Saudi. Yeah, that's what it's I voted for him before the service started. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I want to continue sharing on judgment. Judgment. But you all look very nice. You really look, you know, nice. Why don't you dress like this every Sunday and come? Every Sunday, dress nice. Do you like me too? Me too. I look. I also look nice. <laughs> yeah. I also like the way I look. 
<laughs> I like myself. The Bible says, I love thy neighbor as thyself. It means that you must have love for yourself. Yes, so I like myself. Don't you like yourself? I like me. Do you like you? <laughs> Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse number 10. It says that, for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. That everyone, uh, can we, we'll be able to have all the things on the screen. Do you understand? Let's be masters of doing things well, okay? Let's not do things like, accept it like that. Take things like that. I, do, I, don't, I don't like talking like I'm always angry. Am I always angry? Yes. Let's stop the joke. For we must all appear for the judgment seat of Christ that um, everyone may receive the things done in his body according to that he has done, whether it be good or bad. So these are, these are a scripture that we are using for our series on judgment. We're talking about judgment because Alex, like the scripture is saying, everybody will be judged. Everybody will appear before the judgment seat of Christ. Everybody, including you. Tell your neighbor, including you. And um, judgment, judgment is like, it's like an exam. So it's one of the things that you have to prepare for. Prepare for. The Bible says that prepare to meet thy God. Prepare to meet thy God. You have to prepare. To prepare is to, to get ready. To get ready. To get ready for something. You are preparing for it. Because it's something that you can't avoid. It's something that you, you will not be exempted from. So you, you prepare for it. You prepare for that thing. That is, you get ready for it because you know it is coming. It is coming. When, when you, you are going out and you see that it's, it's great, it's going to rain, you prepare. You don't go out as though it's a sunny day. You don't take t-shirts. And then, no, you prepare for what you can see. Or even, you even check the weather forecast. What is it going to be like? When is it going to rain? When is it not going to rain? Is it going to be cold? What's the temperature like? You check all this. So you prepare as you are going out. In the same way, in the same way, whether you live for 150 years, 796 years, as you are living, prepare for this day. You have to prepare for it. You don't, you don't just prepare. You don't just prepare to prosper on earth. That, that's, that's, all, that's also part of part of life that God will bless you things will work out well you marry, you have fantastic children your husband will be nice to you your wife will be sweet to you I mean, things. all these blessings are there may that be your portion but in addition to that 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 10 it's also in the Bible, it's also waiting for us that everybody everybody will appear before the judgment seat of Christ that everyone may receive the things, the things, the things done in his body. How many of you have been doing things in your body? Mm. You've been doing things. There is a day when you would have to account for everything that you have done. So it means that as you are hearing this, it's not so you don't know, but you should know, unless, unless you don't, unless you're not a believer, unless you're an unbeliever. And if you're an unbeliever, 
what will happen is that you will do anything anyhow, but we'll be there. We'll be there. I don't know, I don't know who will get there first, but we'll be passing by on your judgment day. We'll be passing by and say that, hey, you're hot today, but it's okay. <laughs> and deal. Because you will appear. Whether you see, whether you believe it or not, you will appear. You will. Have you have you not written exams with friends and you realize your friend is really struggling? Or maybe you are the struggling one. Yes, you are the struggling one. And then your friends, your friends seem, they seem to be breezing through. Breezing through. And you, you, you even wonder, how come? How come they find it so easy, they find it so difficult? That's how judgment day will be. If we are there before you come, I don't know what it will be like, but perhaps we'll hear that this one has arrived. He's at the gate. You say, he arrived last week. He's still there. What is happening? He's answering questions. Questions he can't answer. And some of the, some of the issues that we'll be looking at, you'll see that afterwards, those who fail, the, the scripture says that, cast him into outer darkness. Cast him into outer darkness. It's like, it's like you can't be admitted to a certain place. You have to be kept somewhere else. Keep them there. Like here on earth, we're all on earth here, but there are some people, there are fellow human beings, fellow human beings that have been cast out into isolation. It's called prison. But we're all here on earth. So it seems there's somewhere out there which is not hell, but it's outer darkness. It's like stay there. Because of the way you conducted yourself whilst you were here on earth. So be done unto you. I'm not appealing for you to believe it. I'm just telling you what will happen. I'm just telling you that this is how it's going to be. This is how it's going to be. Those of us that make different sacrifices, you know, what I say, if not like if they compromise, we compromise on things for earthly gain and earthly comfort. You see, one of your blessings in life, especially because of your age, one of your blessings in life is to come into contact with somebody who fears God. Or even, or even be in a relationship with somebody who fears God. When you have someone who fears God, you'll be saved. Because the person will save you from a lot of problems and a lot of disasters. But when you meet, you don't fear God. The person doesn't fear God. I, I, I pray for you. Then you are, you are in the state. You need somebody who fears God. Yeah. Even if you don't fear, you need someone who fears God. No, because of God. You know, there's, there's a verse. There's a verse. Job 28, 28. It's a verse. There's a verse. Job 28, 28. How long will it take for it to come up? It says, and unto man he said, behold, the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom. The fear of the Lord, that is wisdom. Wisdom is the fear of the Lord. And he said unto man, the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom. That is wisdom. You see, there are other verses that say the beginning of, of wisdom is the fear of the, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. But this one says that, and he said unto man, the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom. So if you are looking for a wise person, look for the person who has reverence for God. The person will say, because of God. Hey, you know, because of God, I can't. Because of God, I won't. Or because of God, I'm doing this. The fear of the Lord, that is wisdom. Wisdom is the fear of the Lord. Yes, wisdom is the fear. To be wise is to have fear for God. That is wisdom. 
A fool is the person who has no consideration for God. A fool. That's no consideration for God. There's God here. There's God here. When it gets to this aspect of that, there's no God. That's a fool. You just met a fool there. Right there, you met a fool. So, in our preparation, in our preparation, there are different issues that we are going through that we are trying to look at and see. Last time I told you I had three top ones. Today I have three again, but I don't know how many. See, last time I tried three, we were able to do one, so I can't say what we'll do today. But one of the things I have this, I have a big one. I think that one, God willing, next week, it will just be one. I feel that one is going to the top of the charts. I told, I told you love was the top of the charts, but I think I've, that this one is coming to overthrow love. Love will be number two. Hey! I've, I've seen another issue. Another question. I'm saving that, I'm saving that for next week. Tops. Top. Love has gone to number two. Yeah. As in our love is raining. Love will rain to the end of today's uh, sermon. But by next week, love will be toppled. I saw a big one. I said, I, when I said to him, I said, mm, this, is a, this one is meaty. This one is meaty. How many of you would like to hear that one? Mm, yeah. Let me give you some of the other questions. These are, they are compulsory questions. Have you written exams where I say, answer this one and two others? Yes. I found two compulsory questions for you. One is a love, love question, and then the other one is the next week one. Yes. Two compulsory questions. And then that's section A. Yes. Yeah. Section A. Two compulsory questions. You see it sitting there. You see it sitting there. You have to answer. So we talk about love, isn't it? You have to answer the question on love. What else do we talk about? The question of unused gifts and talents. You have gifts and talents that you are not using. You'll be questioned about it. You will be. You will be. You will be. You can't. You, you, you see, over there, over there, um, excuses, excuses won't be ac- accepted. It won't count. It won't be considered. You can give all the explanations that you have, but you'll be told, but I gave you this gift. God, this is Christ. You say, but you had this gift. It was given to you by God. You are coming here to give explanations why you didn't use it? How you were hurt, how you were not happy, how you were like this? You can't, you can't give stories. You can't give stories. Your stories won't work over there. You have to use it. And then what other um, issue have we looked at? Incomplete service to God. How some of us retire depending on the season. We don't have enough oil. That's when we talk about the oil, isn't it? Like the foolish virgins. You don't have oil for that season. May you have oil for all seasons. Amen. Whatever you start, may you be a finisher. Amen. Whatever you have begun, may you finish it. Amen. One of the things you will discover, and you shouldn't be that type of person, that any task you start, you can't end. Or any task that is given to you has to be taken from you. Especially in the church. It's like you can't do anything. It's like you can't do anything. It's like you can't. You see, what, what it means is that 
you never prepare yourself or take opportunities seriously to keep what has been given to you. It's a, it's a sign of lack of anointing, which is like a lack of wisdom and a lack of understanding for what you have. And perhaps a lack of seriousness. Maybe everything is like a joke to you. But everything is not a joke. Some things are light in life, but some things are not light in life. They're not light issues. Are you with me? So you have to remember that whatever you started, may you be a finisher. Yes, Paul said, Paul said, I finished my course. He said, I finished. I finished my course. I've run my race. I ran it. I finished. I finished. I finished well. Whatever you started, finish. Whatever has been given to you, see it through. Know the things are given to you, then things have to be taken. Just give it. It's every time, every time, any time you start, you can't finish. Meaning that you can't do it. When you don't finish an assignment, what does it mean? Do you remember your year six assignments that you couldn't finish? Because you couldn't do it. You couldn't do it. You started, you couldn't do it. Be finishers. Be anointed to be finishers. So, so that's it. Then what else do we have? That's it. Okay, so number what? Five or four? Number four. Okay, number four today. I'll find number four for you. Are you there for number four? Number four should be um, it's an issue. It's a question. It's a real one. Are you ready for that one? Do you want that one? Yep. This one. Do you want that one? This one. You want this one? This one or that one? This one. You don't want that one yet. You want this one. Okay. Luke chapter 19. <laughs> Luke 19. Very quickly. Verse 12. He said, therefore, a certain, a certain nobleman went into a far country to receive for himself a kingdom and to return. Keep going, brother. Keep going. And he called his ten servants and delivered unto them ten pounds and said unto them, Occupy till I come. If you read other translations, the translation says that do business till I come. Do business till I come. Then, but his citizens hated him and sent a message after him saying, we will not have this man to reign over us. Yes. Okay. Keep going. And it came to pass. Did I read verse 14? Okay. Verse 15 says, and it came to pass that when he was returned, having received the kingdom, then he commanded these servants to be called unto him, to whom he had given the money that he might know how much every man had gained by trading. Okay? Then came the first saying, Lord, thy pound has gained ten pounds. And he said unto him, Well, thou good servant, because thou hast been faithful in a very little have thou authority over ten cities? And the second came, saying, Lord, thy pound has gained five pounds. 
And he said likewise to him, be thou also over five cities. And another came saying, Lord, behold, there, here is thy pound. <laughs> I'll give you a, a brief advice here. Anytime you see people like this, you see, quickly think about yourself and think about how you quickly conclude that you, you are the one who is not being treated well. Do you understand? This one stops people from doing anything for anything anymore. It's a way of thinking. When you start thinking, I'm not being treated fairly. I'm not being treated well. When you start justifying yourself why you must step out of working for God, serving God, doing the things of God, joyfully, happily. You, you sound like this person. Here's thy pound. Here's thy pound. It's a type of person. So as we look at this, you have to pray. And you see, Think about yourself. Think about your self-wealth. Come out of your selfish thoughts. Where everything is right in your eyes. Where you are perfect. Where you are perfect in your way. You judge everybody, condemn everybody except yourself. It's a very dangerous state to be in. It's a very dangerous state to be in. You see, it's like, it's like in relationships or in marriage. There's usually one person who easily says sorry. There's always a person. There's always a person there who always says sorry. The other one doesn't say sorry much. And so, you see, because this one easily says sorry, the other person always feels that they are right. Not knowing that perhaps this one is rather humble. The one saying sorry may not necessarily be wrong all the time, but it's more like, oh, if you're offended by this, then I'm sorry. It's okay. That, it takes humility. It takes humility to apologize. You can interview husbands and wives after church. They tell that they should tell you the truth. That which of them says sorry easily. One party usually says sorry more easily than the other. One person says, oh, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to this. Oh, I didn't think it would be this. And that's it. You see, it's sorted. And then the other one keeps getting puffed up. point I'm making is that the one that is always receiving apology shouldn't be deceived that you are perfect. Because this is how they talk. Here is thy pound. I have kept laid up in a napkin. It's like I haven't taken anything from you. Quick to justify Quick to explain things away. Quick to say that, look, I've not, I've not stolen anything from you. I've not cheated you. I've not done anything. This, the, what you gave to me, this is it. You gave me a pound, I'm giving you a pound back. If you become a leader, you see, you see different types of people. One of the types is this. When you see in the church, you try to, go, you try to work with someone say, no, what you gave me, this is it. I haven't done anything, this is it. I haven't spoiled what you gave to me. I haven't done this. Is it? I've left it as it is. Anyway, verse 21. For I feared thee, because thou art an austere man. Thou takest up that thou layest not down. 
and repress that doubt that's not so. This guy should have even thought, why did he even choose me? Why did he even choose me to even give me a chance to do that? Why did he even choose me? But he doesn't, he doesn't think that way. He said, I was afraid of you the way you're, you're some wicked guy. Always demanding things from people. Always demanding people to explain themselves to do this. So, what you gave me, I just kept it. What you gave me, I just kept it. That's it. Okay, have it back. Thou, where, where am I? Did I finish reading verse 21? Let me read it again. Let me read it again. For I fear thee, because thou art an austere man, thou takest up that thou layest not down, and reapest that thou didst not sow. And he saith unto him, out of thine own mouth will I judge thee, thou wicked servant. Thou knewest that I was an austere man, taking up that I laid not down, and reaping what I did not sow. You know what this is about me, help me. Wherefore then gavest not thou my money to the, into the bank, that at my coming I might have required my own with usury. That's with interest. And he said unto them that stood by, take from him the pound and give it to him that hath ten pounds. That's why he that, he that has always has more. And they said unto him, Lord, he has ten pounds. <laughs> For I say unto you that unto everyone which hath shall be given. And from him that hath not even that he hath shall be taken away from him. But those my enemies, which would not that I should reign over them, bring them hither and slay them before me. Now, this passage, this passage is in bringing to us the question and the issue of gaining by trading. Gaining by trading. That what you have been given, you are supposed to trade with it. When you trade, you get more. Gaining. Anything, let me announce you, anything that you are ever given to do in the kingdom of God, in the church, remember this issue of gaining by trading. And nobody is useless. Nobody has nothing. Everybody has something. From pastors, elders, members, whatnot, everybody has been given something that needs to multiply. You have to multiply what has been given to you. You have to multiply it. You have to, you, you have to increase what has been given to you. You have to increase it. How do you increase it? You increase it by trading. That's what, that's what he said. That's what he, he said. I think verse 15. Where's verse 15? What's in verse 15? Do we have it? Yes. That's why he said that. To whom he had given the money, that he might know how much every man had gained by trading. You gain by tra- you gain you gain through activity. So 
Nobody should decide to be a slow head. That I don't do anything. I don't have anything to do. You have something to do. You have, you have, you have your salvation. You have your salvation. You may not be singing. You may not be dancing. You may not be film starring. But you have your salvation. You see, your salvation is an experience from God. It's an experience of forgiveness of sins. That suddenly I'm free. How many have become free from your experience? Yes. He's giving you something. That what you have, that there is freedom in Christ. There's forgiveness in Christ. There's peace in Christ. And there's peace. When you are saved, you, are, you have peace. You have a better life. How many of you will tell us that you have a better life? Uh-huh. So you have to gain more. More souls. More people. By trading with the gift that was being given to you. The gift that has been given to you. The currency you have is called salvation. Salvation. You have salvation. You have experienced salvation. That's what the scripture says that you, that you shall be witnesses. A witness is someone who testifies. Testifying what you saw. What you went through. You testify. You speak that I have experienced this thing or I saw it. I am a witness. And therefore you gain more people. More. There should be more people just like you. You see your background and your past. Trade with it. Trade with it. Trade. Don't be shy of it. Trade with it. Tell others. Tell others that you've been there. Speak it. Say it. Tell them I've been there. I've been there and Christ saved me. Christ brought me out. I found, tell them I have a, I have found a better way of living than that way. Tell them. Tell them. Don't say it. Because if you don't say it one day, you will stand before Christ and you'll be speaking like this. That I knew the, I knew that judgment is a very difficult time. And so having done this, I know, I know that I was afraid of you. I was afraid of this. You'll just be speaking like this. Because the reason why you won't say, you won't say what you have been through is because you, you want to maintain a certain image. You want to maintain a certain image. You want to say what you are not. You want people to see you in a way that you are not. But, but that's how you are. And God loved you. And God saved you. And God washed you. And God cleaned you up. God, God did not discriminate against you. There's no discrimination in the faith. He didn't discriminate against you. He didn't, he, didn't say, he didn't say that you are too bad to be used. He saved you. How many people of your past have you brought into the kingdom of God? How many have you gained? How many have you gained? You gain by trading. Without trading, you don't gain. You've, perhaps you've wrapped up your experience in a napkin. You've wrapped it, you've wrapped it up in life. In the, in the secrecy of your life, you've wrapped it up. It's like, it's like this is not me. And, and presented yourself as a new person in church. It's like I'm new. 
I'm new. All my, all my life I've known church. All my life I've known church. But all your life you haven't known church. God saved you. He saved you. He washed you. He loved you. He loved you. He loved you. He loved joining people talking. I said, you should have that. You have to tell your friends when they are making fun of us. You have to say, look, that is who I was. That is who I was. That's who I am. That's who I am. Look what Christ has done to me. Look how he's washed me. Look how he saved me. But you see, the only person who perhaps knows of your past is your pastor. From your first days that you came, who prayed for you, who counseled you, that's the only person. Everybody, everybody else thinks you were born, born again. Born, born again. Born, born again. You've never lifted up your hand to say, this is me. And this is what Christ has done. That is why, that is why Paul said, let me find it myself because uh, there's no struggle. These days, you know how it is. Let me find it myself. It's in Second Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 9. This is what, this is what Paul said. Paul said that you see, he hasn't come. It says that, and he, and he said unto me, my grace is sufficient for thee. For my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly therefore, most gladly therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. It's like I'll rather testify of my weaknesses, my shortcomings. So when you see me, you not think that I'm a good person, good morals, perfect guy. But when you see me, you rather see the power of Christ. You see that this is Christ. But many of us have hidden the power of Christ. Walking around like good boys and good girls. Sneaked into the church like serpents. With no, with no history. It's like, this is me. I've always, it's like, it's like, it's like, a testimony is like, I've always been looking for a church like this. I've always been looking for a church like this. Now that I've found it, now I'll say, that, that's, that's serpentine speeches. Who are you? Who are you? Don't you have a past? Are you not coming from somewhere? Did Christ not save you? Has Christ not saved you? Has Christ not affected your life? That's why I say, most gladly, therefore, most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ, the power of Christ, that's the power of salvation, that's the power of redemption, that's the power of forgiveness of sins, the power of Christ. That is like when you see me, when, when they see you, they say, this is Jesus. This is the work of Jesus. If I'm not being for Christ, someone like you will not be walking around. If I'm not being for Christ, that you may win more. That you may win more. It's of, it's of appearing, it's of appearing like some colorful, beautiful serpent. Hey. Hey. I have no past, I have no history. At least I am more comfortable with people who have a history. 
I'm more comfortable with him. Far more comfortable. I rather like to know who you are. It doesn't frighten me. It doesn't frighten me. I've seen you. I've seen you. Most likely I've seen your type ten times over. Doesn't frighten me. But when you come and say, you have no past. I mean, you, when you came out of your mother's womb, you were speaking in tongues. Sometimes you see our poor ladies. They are so gullible. So eager, so eager to be married. So eager to have a beloved. They are following strangers. Do you know a stranger? A stranger is the unknown factor. Someone who is unknown is a, is a stranger. You don't enter into relationship with strangers. Because has been in the church a year, two years. He said you are in love. Because of, because of his million texts to you. Now, now, even as you are with the person, even as you are, listen, listen, even as you are with the person, even when you start experiencing the person, you can't even say what you experience because now you are discovering the real, what is called the true colors. The true colors come out because you are the one who experience in private. He starts making demands and reasonable demands. can freely advise you it's better to walk out of a relationship than to attempt walking out of a marriage. A marriage is very difficult to come out of. We will not even let you come out. <laughs> yes. You discover this thing that you have. It's a cobra. It's not that, it's not that we are sus- I'm a suspicious person. Or I don't like it. It's not personal. I don't know you. If, I, if you don't know someone, how do you recommend the person? I don't know you. Look, the people that suffer from that, it amazes me, our brothers. Brothers are when you say, wait, they don't want to wait. It's, it's, it amazes me. Even the sisters, I think I can understand. I feel for them. I feel for them a bit, even though I don't approve of it. But I feel for them. But a brother with hair on your chest. Is <laughs> he said wait? Not that. Not that you are even being told don't do it. We're just saying wait, wait, wait. Come on, wait. You'll be telling us that you've families have met. Families have met. My next response is good luck. I wish you good luck. Good luck. Because it's a gamble. So good luck. May you find luck. May you find luck on this expedition. You don't know somebody you don't know. You have experienced an unknown person before. An unknown person. Do you think 
one year is long enough to know somebody. You are joking. Even two years. You are joking. You are joking. You don't know people. You don't know people who are determined to hide who they really are. To bury it. You don't know people. You haven't seen people before. from strangers so you gain by trading trade your experience trade what you've been through use it, use it to work use it to work for God use it to testify so that we can see the power of Christ the power, you can see the power of Christ, when we see you can just say God God is gracious God, I mean, God is very kind when we see that such a wicked person like you. Such a bad person like you. And here you are. Because see, when you start serving God, and God starts blessing you, and we start seeing the fruit, we can't deny it. Nobody can say yes, I'm bad boy, so God can never use it. We will see that God is using you. And there, there you can say, most gladly, therefore, I glory in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. So we see you, say, we will not say that. You, you are morally good and well trained. Say, this is the power of Christ. This is the power of Christ. This is the anointing. This is the grace of God. This is the grace of God. And you gain more so. God, there are more people like you. Plenty. Plenty. That if you could trade, that is, work with your experience and your real label, you'd have won more souls by now. You've won more souls. You'd have more and more souls by now. If you could trade well. If you could spend time. Trading, you need time. Trading goes with investment. You invest. You invest to be a good trader. You need to you need to be into investing. You invest time. You invest money. Yeah. You keep you keep. You see. Either either you put in more capital to get more, or the little you have, you use it actively. Actively, all the time. If it's a transport, if it's like you want to run a, you have, you have one bus, you have one coach. That coach must be on the motorway every day. London Sheffield, London Sheffield. Every day it must be there. Or you buy more coaches. Both approaches will give you more returns. So if you have, so what you have, that's to say what you have, what you have. Maybe ask that now. All you have is your testimony of salvation. All you have is your testimony of salvation. My testimony of salvation is not I used to drink, I used to smoke, I used to do anything bad. No. But it's a testimony. Because I was saved. If I, if I had died, I would have gone to hell. I would have gone to hell in my goody goody boy state. I would have gone to hell. That's, what, that's why I am very confident about it, about how I read that tract. 48 hours in hell. I had no girlfriend to lose. To say, you know, I used to have girlfriend. I don't 
have such a testimony. If I had, I would have told you. I would trade with it. But I had, I had, there's a way that seemeth right. I had for all have sinned. It's one, it's one of the shocking passages I read. I was shocked. I was shocked. If it's like uh, me too, I have sinned. What have I sinned? Because all the people that were witnessing around me said, stop drinking, stop smoking, stop fornicating. And I used to think, these things, if you, have, if you have half a brain, you wouldn't do it. That's how I used to think, if you have half a brain. If you have half a brain. Half a brain. Meaning that if you are doing it, you don't have any brain at all. But then I read, for all have sinned. And falling short of the glory of God. I was scared. I read the wages of sin is death. I read that I was born into this world a sinner. I was scared. I was, I was frightened. Shocked into my socks. The shocks descended from my brains to my socks. The nice guy, nice guy like me. What would I be doing in hell? Nice guy like this. Like nice guy like me. Nice guy, good guy, calm guy, cool guy, intensely private guy. <laughs> but also my way to hell. I have to trade with it. Because I cannot be the last born of men who doesn't smoke, who doesn't drink, who doesn't fornicate, who is not rude, who is not like this, who, but not born again. I'm not the last person. There are many other people. So I have to say it. No matter how two goody shoes you think you are, you must be born again. That's what Jesus said. You must be born again. You must be born again. You must be. You must be. You must be born again. You've got to be born again. No matter how nice you think you are. Even if your father is a bishop, you must be born again. You must be. Because Jesus said, that which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the spirit is spirit. The best you have is his DNA, his genes, or whatever is transmitted biologically. You don't have, you don't have his spiritual nature. Spiritual nature is not transmitted by birth. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. And then that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Every child of a bishop must give his life to Christ. Every child of a reverend must give his child life to Christ. Every child of a pastor, you must have the day when you gave your life to Jesus. You must. You must. You must. There must, that day, there must be a day. Say, so this day I gave my life to Jesus. It must be a day. Every child of a Christian, you have to say, listen, you can't say I was born into the church. What do you mean I was born into the church? If you are born into McDonald's, does that make you a beggar? <laughs> hey, what are you saying? All, the, all, those, all those who are born on... on fr- all those that are born on flights, does that make them an aeroplane or does that make you a pilot? I was born on the flight, does it make you a pilot? Gaining by trading. You've got, you've got to trade. You've got to work it. You've got to work it. What you have, you have to work it. 
you have to work it. You have to start working it. Those of you who say you are preachers, you are called to preach. You can preach. You have to start working it. You shouldn't have time for nonsense. Do you understand nonsense? Some of them know if I start listening, they know you'll be shocked because you have embraced nonsense. Just walking around aimlessly, aimlessly. It's like you have, you have, you, it's like you have a coach, you have a coach that you own that's supposed to be giving you money, applying the route London, Sheffield, London, Sheffield, London from Victoria Station. Is that where you catch it from? Yes. And then you have packed, you have packed your coach. At Peckham, expecting expecting money. You, you have you say you have you have the gift to preach. You have a call. There's a calling on your life, and you have packed your coach for something that is not so essential. <laughs> something you see. Will you buy a loaf of bread? For two million pounds. That's how some of you treat the issues of life. You are spending too much on it. Yeah. It doesn't need that much time, attention, sacrifice. But you are spending on this. It's it's so, so useless. So useless. So useless. Something that you need three days, three days to do. Three days to do. Spending months. <laughs> and what you have, what you have, you've wrapped it up. You've packed your coach in, in, in Peckham. Would, would anybody call you a serious, a serious businessman? What is it? This guy is not serious at all. You're not serious at all. You're not serious at all. You see, one day someone said to me that she's been sacked from work because she had flu and she missed work for a day or two or well, I don't know how many days she missed. She, you see, that, that, that evening she was surprised at my response. I said, if I was your boss, I'd also sack you. <laughs> flu? i also sack you. Normal flu? I said, were you admitted? She said, no. Where was it? She said, no. I said, what were you doing? I was at home. And she was even at home with her children. Looking after children is a full-time job. I said, you didn't have flu. I said, have you, have you seen the advert that shows the flu pack that you can pour in your throat of a lady? They use a lady who is going to work. It's like she has these flu symptoms. She pours it into her mouth and goes to work. Yes, you don't, you don't even need water. Lem sip, lem sip. Yes, lem sip. You just pour it into your uh, it dissolves fast. Before you are feeling light. When it wears off, you swallow another one. Before you realize it's five o'clock, you feel like it's over. You are coming to announce because of flu. You are not at home. I said, me, me, I'll sack you. Because you are not serious. You are not serious at all. You are not serious at all. You are not a serious person. Slightest thing you want time off. Slightest you want this off. Slightest you can't work for God. You can't do this because of this. I can't sing. The work of God. The work of God. Because of this, I can't do this. Because of this, so I'm not available. Because of hey, you are not 
not serious with this issue. Gaining by trading. You, if you are serious with it, you will use every second, every second, every minute. You see somebody singing well. You see somebody singing well. You don't know. You don't. You don't. You don't know what they do. You don't. You don't know what they do. I, you see, one day she didn't even see me. We were walking to church. She walked past me. I said, "Ah, this girl is she? Is she hurt over something or what?" But she went past me. So you see, I was I was with I was with someone. So we stopped. We said, "Ah, did she see us? She didn't see us." Do you know what she was doing? Sunday morning, Sunday morning. She had and she was singing loud. You think she's a mad woman? She was singing loud on the pavement of London. Singing loud. I said, I said why? So I said to the person, let's follow her. Let's, let's follow her. So we're following her. Like we're, so we're following her. She was singing. You see, the person is trading, trading. Trading, working, working the gift, working it. So when you see a person standing and you are, you are there, you are, you are now clapping. Now that we found Christ, what are we going to do? Then you stop. Somebody is trading. Somebody is trading. Somebody is trading. You are depressed. You want time off. You are feeling dizzy. You are feeling too. You are feeling too good about an opportunity you have. The opportunity you've been given is for you to trade, 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 trade. I'm waiting for the day when we call the choir to be the, this number of people. We all coming to sing. Yes. And then we have dancing stars too. This whole number, like that. We all come in. It's like everybody, because you used to dance when you, did you not used to dance? Did you not used to dance? Please. Did you not used to dance? You used to dance. Come on. So then you are saying you can't dance. You used to dance. You used to dance to impress the boy. So he will know that you are not down. You used to dance. You used to dance. Even though you, you turn around. That you wag, you wag your tail a bit. For you. It's like, can you see? I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Do you not do it for him? When he dances with it, then he backs you up into the corner, backs you up into a corner so that he can get a support. And then you start. Grinding today, you say you don't know what grinding is. While we are dancing in church, you say, Hey, what, what are they doing in church? What are they? They are dancing for God. They're dancing for God. When you are back, you are back to the corner. You knew where he was taking you. Then he got the support so he can lean on and hold you with one hand.
with the lights off. Then you start, you go down to the floor and come up to prove your flexibility and your agility, how agile you are. Now that you have found Christ, you are asking, what should you do? You were trading on buses, trains, bus stops, train stations. You have, you have, you have traded without music, without music, without music. No music, but you were, you were, you found a rhythm. You're becoming traders for Jesus. Sit down. Gain. Gain by trading. Trade your ministry. Preach some more. Preach in every corner. Preach in every corner. Join, join the, join the team. We have, we have evangelists amongst us. You don't know. We have evangelists who have teams. Join a team. Stand, stand somewhere with them. And have, have your personal, personal crusade for. Personal one, preach there and save souls. You come to church, you tell us, you know, last time I went out to these are fifty souls that we've got. These are ten souls that we've got. We are seated here. Here. Don't say you are shy. 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 Many years ago, my wife told me, she was my beloved then. She said to me that shyness is not a virtue. I said, hey, this one too is a revelation. I didn't want to quarrel that have I told you I'm shy. She said, shyness is not a virtue. That's my beloved. She was injecting me. Shyness is, shyness is not a virtue. It's not, it's not something to be proud of. If you are shy, you won't do well. Yeah. You will wrap your napkin. No, it's not as though I'm trying to say something. Why are you not doing it in dark places? Why don't you want to dance for Jesus? Even now, when you go home and you shut the door alone and you, and you take off the wig alone in your room. Don't you start. You don't you go on YouTube and look for the song Testimony. <laughs> you know all the songs. I wonder whether I have a camera in your house. Trade. Start trading. Start trading. Do you have time for one more question? Okay, just one quick question. Are you ready for one quick question? We'll make this question snappy. Okay, this one might work quite quickly. Matthew 21. Are you preparing yourselves for the for judgment? Yeah. Anything you can do, start using it. 
Some of you will discover you can do about five things. Some of you, you can do about ten things. Some of you will discover you can do three things. I mean, you can do things very well. Start to start now. Start now. Yeah. Start to start. You've seen it. You can dance, start dancing. You can preach, start preaching. Just have, to, just, just have to tell your pastor, you know what? I would like to have a campus church in my university. You see, who says we must have only one campus church in every university? We can have three in the We can have three. One unit, we can have three. First love society, first love, and first love community. <laughs> Are they not names? They are names. They are all first love. The only thing you want is a chance to preach. Don't you want a chance to preach? Just preach. Matthew 21, verse 28. Oh, Matthew chapter 21. But what think ye? A certain man had two sons. And he came to the first and said, Son, go work today in my vineyard. He answered and said, I will not. <laughs> listen, listen. But afterward, he repented. See, he repented and went. I don't know if you have been given some things or asked to do something. He said, you won't do. Afterwards, you repent. And then you do. No problem. Verse 30. And he came to the second and said likewise. And he answered and said, I go, sir. And went not. Verse 31. Whether of them twin, it's like which of these two did the will of his father? They said unto him, the first. Is it not true? Yeah. The one who said I won't go, but because it's, it's a result. It's a result that matters. Not the one that's giving an impression. You see, some of you are like relatively like late comers. But there's a chance for you. There's a chance for you. Not always, but sometimes. Even the people ahead of you may not be the best of examples. Yeah. Not all the time. Not all the time. But sometimes the person that you see may not be the best example. Because sometimes some people don't follow fully. Yeah. A later person. It's a, it's a question. We'll come to it. It's a question. One of the questions we have to discuss. Then Jesus saith unto them, Verily I say unto you, that the publicans and the harlots go into the kingdom of God before you. So, this is the issue of the things I said that I didn't do. The things I said I would do that I didn't do. I said I'll be a dancing star, but I'm not dancing. I said I'm in greater last singers, but I'm not singing. 
I said, I want to be a preacher, but I'm not preaching. I said, I'm a missionary, but I'm in the council flat. Paying council tax and child care. The things I said that I didn't do. The longer you've been around sometimes, you're in greater danger. Those who have been around longer are the ones who have to think about this question carefully. Ask yourself, what are the things I said I would do that I haven't done? I said I would do this. I said I'll do this. I didn't do it. I said I'll do this. I started and I stopped. I said I'll do this. I've not, I've not even tried. I just said I'll do. I didn't do. That's the issue. Give me verse 28 again. Verse 28. Verse 28. But what think you? A certain man had two sons. There are always two sons. There is two people. So that we see the message well. So you see, sometimes the person even sitting there, sometimes even your best friend, some of the closest person to you, may not, there's a great difference between you and that person. Don't think, don't always think that because you are together, we're all the same. No, 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 don't make that mistake. Don't make that mistake that the mistake you are making, everybody is making it. Or what you said you want to do, everybody also wants to do. Don't make that mistake that everybody, everybody is that obedient and willing and yielded. No, 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 no. Don't make that mistake. It's a big mistake. And the conclusion he said was that he said the harlots. Take me to verse thirty-one. The harlots. The harlots and the publicans. That's the bad people. They go into the kingdom of God before you. Because they, when they come, you see, like the scripture says, the scripture says that he that is forgiven much, loveth much. There are some people, when they enter, it's like, wow, there's such a nice thing like this. Such a beautiful, see, by, by that time, those who have been around longer have become political. So they've stopped serving. They've stopped doing what they said they would do. They are into, they are into, they are into religious politics. A religious discussions. Wasting, wasting everybody's time over petty, petty nonsense. Some of the nonsense are not so petty, but some of the nonsense are petty nonsense. Yeah. The harlots and the publicans, they, when they enter, they say, hey, there's something nice like this. That's what I'm saying to you that don't wait for anybody to serve God. And don't look at anybody. Don't, don't, don't join anybody's political ideologies. That have you seen this? Have you seen that? Have you not? Don't. Don't. Before somebody takes you to hell. Especially people with titles. Titles that appear as though it's a rank. Yeah, I don't do titles. No, 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 I don't do, I do results. I know who can work. I go by who can work. 
I have people, I have people in this church who oversee people with titles. You may not know, but I'm telling you. You have the title for administrative clarity and you won't do what you have to do. Prepare with your title. I have to move on. I can't be changing pampers forever. Go by foots. Go by foots. Who can work? Who is seven? Who is seven? Who will serve? Who will obey? Who will obey? Who has an instruction that he can follow through? That's what you go by. That's what you have to do. You have a title. You have a title. So what? So what should I do? Wear your crosses. You can even wear a hat in addition. You want, the, you want the one that says that I will go and went. I will go and went. So if you think you're like a harlot type of person, it's like a late comer. It's like you are just now coming. It's like you even sometimes you didn't feel like you don't qualify. No, read the verse carefully. You qualify. He said they are entering the kingdom. They are entering the kingdom. There is no queue. Don't come and say I'm going to join the queue. Of people who are tired, people have become political, people have developed all kinds of things that are not even you don't even know where they got it from. They're coming to join that queue. There's no queue. The queue, the aim is to serve God and to please God. Please God, make sure, make sure that by the day you appear before the judgment seat, you have your answers. You have your answers. You have your answers that what you said you would do, you did. Where you said you would go, you went. Where you were sent, you did. Where anything that was given to you, you've completed it. You finished. You finished. You finished what was given to you. You were told, do this. And it's like, oh yeah, do this. I can do. I can do. And you did. Don't say you have forgotten that you're supposed to do this. I'm if you are remembering things you're supposed to do that you haven't done. Give me a wave. You are remembering. It's a question that will come up. It's a question. Also, I also have to think about it. What did I say I would do that I didn't do? What did I say I would do in church? Vows, pledges, commitments. I said I would do. Yes, I would do. But I didn't do. You'll be asked. You'll be like that, son. Are you saying you do this? Why, why, I mean, why didn't you do it? Why didn't you do it? Perhaps you may even be asked, ah, you told that girl you marry her, why didn't you marry her? Wow. The sisters are coming alive. It's like, yes. <laughs> just have to take your time. Don't speak too quickly. Yes. Yes. Everybody I'll marry you. Everybody I'll marry Every morning I'll marry you. No. No. You have to take your time. 
I keep telling you, take your time. You keep hearing me, take your time. As though I'm talking about somebody, but I'm talking to you. <laughs> yeah. I keep telling you, take your time. Take your time. Take your time. Slow down. Slow down. Slow down. Stop, stop getting next. The fact that you have graduated doesn't mean that the next day should be your wedding. Which verse? What verse is that? What verse is that? What verse is that? But now anything that wears a mask, you are taking. Because you've graduated. Who said after graduation, the next thing, the, like the day after, we should be officiating your wedding? May that pressure be given, taken off your shoulder. Amen, Amen the sisters. Sisters, you didn't say amen. amen. The dancing stars didn't say amen. amen. <laughs> I think we can pause here for today, isn't it? And then we can continue. Another time. Another time. When God brings us together again. But I've told you, next week, we are going for top of the charts question. Top of the charts. Top of the charts. So those of you who want to travel next week, don't travel. <laughs> you've, got to hear, you've got to hear that question. I'll be surprised if I find another question more important than that one. I'll be very, very surprised. Because when I saw the laugh question, I thought, this is it. No, this one, this one is more important. This one. This one. I tell you, that question. And it's a compulsory question. It's not one of those that you say, well, I've never said I'll do anything that I didn't do. No. That one, you can't say that. You can't. It applies to every Tom, Dick, and Harry. So, today, you've learned two things. What was the first question? The what? Gaining by trading. Gaining by trading. How many of you are going to start trading? You're going to enter into trading. 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 Are you going to hit the trading floor? Yeah. Trading. And then the second one was what? The things that I said that I didn't do. What have you said that you are not doing? May you start doing them. May you begin to do them. And may you do them. Things I said that I didn't do. Hey, so help me, God. You shall be wise. Amen. The fear of God. This is wisdom. This is, don't you like Job 28 28? The fear of the Lord. This is wisdom. This is wisdom. This is wisdom. This is it. This is it. May you become a God fearing person. May you become a wise person. Start preparing yourself for eternity. You shall become wise. 
you shall become. You see, suddenly you've become wise. Suddenly you'll be walking this life and this road as a wise person. Wow, stand to your feet and let's, let's find a way of closing the service. It's my prayer that I'll have more traders in the church. More traders. More traders for more souls to be saved. More souls. More souls. More lives. More lives to be affected. More ministrations. I mean, if you can see that you can do more things. You can do more things for God. Yeah. Do a lot for God. From today, I want you to be blind to any created cue. You have created in your mind that this one has to go before me, this one has to go. No. Harlots are entering. Harlots. You are not a harlot. Were you a harlot? I don't know. But harlots are entering. Harlots are entering. And publicans. Publicans. Coming in. Pray for yourself that Lord use me. Use me greatly. Remember whatever you are saying to him. It's been recorded. Yes. So speak and ask him for grace. Grace to be able to do. To be able to do. And fulfill. And fulfill your ministry. And fulfill your work. Talk to him. Talk to him. Talk to him. Talk to him. Talk to God. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. My Lord and my God, pray, the Lord. I will trade that I will gain. Be a trader. I'll work for you. I'll be active for you. Active, active, active in your house. Active in your kingdom. Active in the church. Oh yes, pray to God, talk to God Talk to God Talk to God You'll be surprised at great things that you can do You'll be surprised at how great You can become in God's kingdom How God can use you greatly Mightily, you'll be surprised You'll be surprised You'll be surprised You'll be surprised You will be surprised Oh yes Lord Yes Lord Yes Lord my Lord and my God, my Lord and my God, pray for yourself. Pray, Lord. Lord, I want to do it. I want to work for you. I want to serve you. I want to stay in your will. I want to do your will. I want to do what I said I would do. What I said I would do. I want to do it, Lord. Give me strength. Give me grace. Give me boldness. Give me ability. Give me strength to do it, Lord. 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 Oh, yes, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father, I want to thank you for today. I want to thank you for your message. I want to thank you for understanding. I want to thank you for revelation. And Father, above all, I want to thank you for instruction that has come to us, Lord. Instruction to be faithful to your calling and to be faithful to your purpose for us, Lord. Father, I pray for everyone here that you use us to your glory. Let us be a church that you are using to touch
touch nations to affect nations Lord let the burden the burden of pleasing you be greater than any other burden in our lives Lord let the desire to please you far outweigh any other weight in our lives and on our shoulders Lord may you be first in our lives may you be first in our lives let every heart here every soul here every mind here every spirit here be affected by your power by the power of your Holy Spirit that the burden of pleasing you and serving you will be the greatest burden we'll ever carry Lord till our dying day till our dying day till the day we breathe our last breath Lord let it be you let it be you let it be you that we seek to please let it be you that we seek to work for let it be you that we desire to please oh God till that day Lord let it be you thank you for this blessed opportunity thank you Lord for your blessing in Jesus name now while every eye is closed and every head is bowed I want to pray with you especially you're here you're here in church but deep in your heart you feel far from God perhaps somebody invited you to church for the first time today maybe you've been coming to church doesn't matter what matters is is your name written in a book of life what matters is what is your relationship with God like maybe you've been close to God before but you seem to have lost it all and today is the love of God that you feel in your heart that is making your mind race and saying that I need God I want to come back to God I'm in love with God again I want to go back to God you're here like that I want to pray for you I want to pray for you say pastor pray with me I want to come back to Jesus I want to come back to God I want to give my life to Jesus if you're here like that I want to just lift up your right hand wherever you are very quickly and I'll pray with you just your right hand pastor pray with me I want to I want to give my life to Jesus God bless you I want to come back to God I want to come back to him I want to go back to him today is my day God bless you I can see the hand that you also want to join in pastor pray with me I need God I need God I need Jesus in my life and in my heart just your right hand and I'll pray with you just your right hand lift up high so I can see you God bless you God bless you I can see your hands I can see your hands God bless you you want to come to God you want to come to if you have your hand lifted up I want you to do one more thing with me I want you to come to me right here in the front wherever you are it's not too far come out of your seats and come maybe you didn't lift up your hands but you want to come you want me to pray with you come I want you to come now as we sing come join us in the front come all the way yes from wherever you are come don't be shy don't think about anybody think about heaven think about the judgment seat of Christ before you get there be ready be prepared come now come yes I'm waiting for you keep coming
waiting for you. You want to come this afternoon. This is your day. This is your day. Come. Be sure. Be sure and come. We are singing one more time. As I wait for you. You want to give your life to Jesus. You want to give your life to him again. Bow your heads with me, everybody. Every head bowed, every eye closed in this place. And let's say this prayer together, especially those in front. Say this prayer with me. I want everybody here to help us as we say this prayer. Say, Heavenly Father, I come to you today just as I am. Please forgive me of all my sins. Please wash me with the blood of Jesus say I believe in Jesus I believe Jesus died for me and he rose up on the third day say Lord Jesus please come into my heart please be the Lord of my life say from today I will serve you I will obey you I will follow you. I will prepare myself to meet you. Say thank you father. For accepting me. Say heavenly father. Say it out loud. Say heavenly father. Please write my name. In the book of life. Say thank you father. For accepting me today. Say Satan. I will no longer save you. I belong to Jesus. I am born again. I am washed by the blood of Jesus. I am washed with the blood of Jesus. I cast you out of my life. I belong to Jesus. I will serve Jesus till my dying day. In Jesus' name, shout it out. In Jesus' name, shout out one more time. In Jesus' name, amen. Your amen is weak, make a stronger amen, establish your case. Amen. God bless you. We have these gifts for you. God bless you. You shall become a strong Christian. Shall become a strong Christian. God bless you. Thank you for coming and see you next week for the number one question. Be here for it. God bless you. Please go back to your seat. Want to receive communion? That very special song. Take it. This is my body. Yes. That was broken for you. Several miracles shall take place Drink this afternoon. This is my blood. You shall be healed of known and unknown diseases and problems. Yes. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks yes. my blood yes. has eternal life. 
For my flesh is meat indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. The cup of blessing which we bless is the communion of the blood of Christ. The bread which we break is the communion of the body of Christ. Oh, this is the meal. It's the holy meal of God. It will sustain you. It will heal you. It will bring you life. When I see the blood, oh, I will pass over you. was broken for you drink this is my blood that was poured out for you whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life for my flesh is meat indeed and my blood is drink indeed the cup of communion of the blood of Christ the bread which we break is the communion of the body of Christ oh this is the meal the holy meal of God it will sustain you it will heal you it will bring you Thank you, Father. I want you to pray for yourself just for a minute. Pray for yourself. Any condition, any known and pleasant situation, pray about it. It's been taken away. It's been taken away. Whatever circumstance brings it up, when you find yourself in that situation, that problem will not appear again. That problem will not appear again. That crisis will not appear again. That spirit of fear is bound today. Thank you. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. He's healing you. He's strengthening you. He's healing you. He's bringing strength. Strength into you. Strength. Strength. Strength and healing. The power of God. The power of God. Yokes are being broken. Yokes shall be broken. Yokes are being terminated. Evil visits are being terminated. Visits by evil spirits and wicked spirits is cut off today. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Jesus. 
Father, thank you for answered prayer. Thank you for healing. Thank you for deliverance. Thank you for your power that has made a way of escape from every demonic trap, from every wicked trap, and from every satanic visit, Lord. I curse, I curse every work of the enemy in any life here. I curse every operation. Satan, I terminate your work. I terminate your operations. I stop you from functioning in any life here. I stop your works. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Those bouts of struggles are over. Those bouts of fights are over. Those bouts of confusion are over. Satan will no longer operate in your life. In Jesus' name. No more sickness. No more disease. I stop every visit of diseases and sicknesses. I stop it in Jesus' name. Those spirits will not come back to you. I block them by the name of Jesus. They are blocked by the blood of Jesus. When they see the blood, they shall pass over you. They shall no longer stop where you are. They shall no longer dwell where you are. Receive peace of mind. Receive peace in your life. Receive peace in your life. Receive peace today. Receive peace today. Receive peace today. Your portion shall be still waters and green pastures. Father, I bless every bread and every cup. And we thank you for the opportunity again to eat of our Lord's body and to drink of his blood. As we eat and we drink, Lord, please take over our lives. Run our lives. Use us. Function in us. Show yourself strong and mighty in our lives, Lord. For your word declares, he that eats my body and drinks my blood shall live by Christ. Shall live by Christ. Take over our lives. Take over our lives. Take over every aspect of our lives. Take over our health. Take over our schoolwork, Lord. Take over our careers and our professions, Lord. Take over our marriages, Lord. Take over our walk with you. Our spiritual walk, our spiritual journey with you. Take over, oh God, take over. That we may see your power. Where it has been impossible. Thank you, Lord, that it shall be possible from today. The body of Christ. The body of Jesus Christ. Eat it. Jesus takes over. Jesus takes over. Everything you have lost control over, Jesus takes over. You shall have control again. He takes over and hands back to you. He shall help you. You shall live by him. You shall walk by him. You shall live by him. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus Christ. Drink the power of God. 
lift up your two hands in thanks that Jesus takes over your life. Give it to him. Give every situation to him. Give every issue to him. Give your life to him now. Give it to him now. He takes over. 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 It shall no longer be you. It shall be him. It shall no longer be you. It shall be him. It shall be him. In every aspect of your life. No more struggles. No more difficulties. No more difficulties. No more battles. He takes over. He takes over every battle. He takes over every wrestling issue. He takes over every point in your life. He takes over. He takes over. Jesus takes over. Jesus takes over. Jesus takes over. The lion of Judah takes over. He takes over. He takes over. He shall rule and he shall reign in your life. Thank you, Father. That we shall live by you. We shall live by Christ. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. For your mighty presence in our lives. In Jesus' name. And the saints of God shouted their loudest amen. It is done. God bless you.